A federal court judge rules that Saucon Valley Elementary School must have an after-school Satan Club on its premises. Rotting bag of oatmeal and spy of the Chinese government, Joe Biden sues a Catholic hospital over, of all things, a candle. Nearly $200 billion in new regulations released by the Biden administration last week has the Environmental Protection Agency licking their lips over your diesel truck. Neo-fascist liberal economists are flabbergasted that LA mansion tax seems to be unpopular. Can't get a hotel room in the Big Apple? That may be because an illegal immigrant is staying in that room at the expense of the city's taxpayers. And one man who thinks he isn't is found not guilty of flashing little girls. Why? Because he's too fat. Find out all the details and more on today's episode of History's Greatest Podcast. I'm Eric Giannis telling you, you just can't make this crap up. And this is The Eric Giannis Show. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Eric Giannis Show where we seek to give you the truth about society and culture in today's world. And by truth, I of course mean the approved truth. The truth filtered through the lens of our neo-fascist mega-donors like BlackRock, George Soros, the Bill Gates Foundation, and the Biden crime family. Yesterday, we broke with our regular programming to bring you an unscheduled examination into whether religion should have any role in our public spaces. Well, we are happy to announce that we must have made quite an impact with that show because it seems that a federal court is now reversing decades of banning religious activities in public school. That's right, a federal court has now ruled that one Saucon Valley Public School District in Pennsylvania must have a religious after-school club on its premises. Is this club a Christian club for children to learn about humility and self-denial? Or perhaps a Jewish club for Jewish students to study the Torah together? No! The federal government has now officially sponsored the Satanic Temple by mandating Saucon Valley Elementary School have an after-school Satan Club. This shocking ruling came down from a federal court judge earlier this week, one Justice Lux Iffer. The club was begun by a mother at the school so children could have a, quote, non-Christian club to hang out in, unquote. The mother who attends the Satanic Temple in her quote-unquote free time, was unpersuaded by the fact that all of the public elementary school's clubs were in fact non-Christian by virtue of being a public school. Incensed by this injustice, the mother took the school to court and won a victory for religious groups everywhere. So if you think it would be nice to have your local priest sponsor a club at your kid's elementary school, say, for example, an exorcism club, now you can. 
If the school tries to stop you, just sue them. Today, we at RIP Media are proud to announce that the Eric Yana Show will cover more Biden-related stories in a new segment we're calling The Devil's Advocate. First up, in a story proving there's nothing to see here, fake Catholic and actual Satan worshiper Joe Biden has sued one of the nation's largest Catholic hospitals over none other than a single candle. The federal government has threatened to waste hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxpayer money to pull the accreditation of the nation's 12th largest hospital, St. Francis Health System. Why? The hospital, located in Oklahoma, has a quote-unquote open flame in its chapel, which the government stipulates presents a danger to its residents. The so-called open flame in question is a candle which can be found in any Catholic church or chapel anywhere in the world. These candles are always near an altar in double glass and represent the ever-present life of the resurrected Christ. They are never blown out and the candle in question has been safely burning for 15 years. St. Francis Health System provides care for over 400,000 patients a year, employs more than 11,000 workers, and has given away more than $650 million in free health care in the last five years alone, reports Blaze Media. Champion of the blue-collar worker and conduit for the Dark Legions, Joe Biden has threatened to revoke that hospital's accreditation if they do not comply with the order to blow out the candle. Despite both President Biden's pure love for blue-collar workers, as well as his dedicated faith to the Catholic Church, this decision to strip St. Francis Health Systems of its accreditation would result in thousands of people losing their jobs and livelihoods, as well as potentially millions of people losing their health care in what would almost entirely be an elderly Catholic population. Evidently, St. Francis Health System's lawyer has already won preliminary legal interactions with the Biden administration, and it does seem likely now that the administration may drop the issue entirely. Now, some conservatives have been concerned that this obsession with the candle is just one of many signs that our government has now become the playground of demons. But that's ridiculous. It's obviously perfectly normal for a bunch of ambivalent atheists to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on blowing out a single candle in one of the nation's largest hospitals that happens to represent the risen Christ. Stop spreading conspiracies Let's remember that Donald Trump and Russia stole the election. Next up, the Biden administration released $182 billion in new regulations this week, almost all of which were aimed at the electric vehicle industry. The Environmental Protection Agency will soon be enforcing new tailpipe emissions regulations that are estimated to cost businesses no less than $180 billion in vehicle technology. 
The new rules are expected to add 1.8 million yearly hours of paperwork and are part of an effort to move the American car market towards the electric vehicles which most people cannot afford and which just generally suck. When dissenters pointed out that the U.S. energy infrastructure would consume more fossil fuels as a result of widespread adoption of electric vehicles, they were tried and convicted immediately by a special tribunal held at the Environmental Protection Agency. The conspirators were then sentenced to death. They were each given beachfront properties in Hawaii, with the EPA citing the fact that sea levels were rising so rapidly that this was as good as a death sentence. May God have mercy on their souls. Interestingly enough, according to the Daily Caller, as of May 5th, President Biden has finalized 567 rules and regulations with an estimated paperwork burden of 220.7 million man-hours and a total cost of $363.5 billion in taxpayer money. At the same time in his presidency, Donald Trump had issued 640 rules costing only $6.1 billion in total, which the Biden administration called, quote, proof that Trump was a total cheapskate, unquote. Now on to the economy. In Los Angeles, measure ULA, a tax on high-end properties passed by popular vote in 2022 has stunningly failed to generate the expected tax revenue just one month after it began. Measure ULA requires the city to collect a 4% sales tax on home sales over $5 million and a 5.5% sales tax on property worth more than $10 million. The measure passed in November of 2022 with nearly 60% of the vote, reports Breitbart News. Neo-fascist economists who missed the first day of Econ 101 had expected to generate nearly $1 billion a year on the new tax. Quite unexpectedly, however, people adjusted their behavior in the face of new imposed costs on their decision-making. In fact, the luxury housing market in LA went from nearly 200 sales a month to simply two sales since the new measure went into effect. This spectacular public failure to anticipate changes in behavior is leading certain liberal economists to wonder whether people change their behavior based on the changing circumstances around them. If true, this revolutionary new theory would have a huge impact on predicted changes in tax revenues due to new policies. And some are already calling for a law that forces the wealthy to sell their homes every few years so that the city can collect its money. Meanwhile, in the big city, mayor and man who's definitely not getting reelected, Eric Adams, is spending $8 million a day on housing for illegal immigrants. $8 million per day. 
That's nearly $3 billion a year in taxpayer money that is going to hold up roughly 40,000 illegal immigrants in just New York City alone. Most of those immigrants have been shipped from Texas in recent weeks to the so-called sanctuary city and are being held up in many of New York's hotels as the homelessness shelters are at maximum capacity. One DHS official called the situation a, quote, unprecedented humanitarian emergency, close quote, to which Texas Governor Greg Abbott said, quote, give me a break, unquote. Despite only having a fraction of the illegal immigrants of cities like El Paso, Texas, guy who always wants to be banker at Monopoly, Eric Adams, is already planning on bussing illegals out of the city and into suburban areas with absolutely no infrastructure to support them. This move has him being hailed as a hero of sanctuary cities everywhere. Personally, I hadn't known that sanctuary is actually just a term for a place that will open its doors to you in order to send you somewhere else immediately. Governor Abbott of Texas is expected to ship even more illegal immigrants to New York and Chicago as the Trump-era Title 42 will sunset next week. In other news in Ohio, a man who pretends not to be was found not guilty of exposing his male genitalia to little girls in a YMCA women's locker room. The case was thrown out by Judge David McNamee, who ruled that the defendant was, quote, too fat, unquote, for the defendant's genitalia to be exposed to anyone. Judge McNamee is also a diehard believer in OJ's innocence, as it's clear as day that the glove did not fit. Well, folks, that's all I've got for you today. Thanks so much for your time. Please remember to like, comment, subscribe, and most importantly, share this podcast with those who need to hear it. I'm Eric Yannis, and this has been another episode of The Eric Yannis Show. As always, thanks for listening. <laughs>